Good morning, ladies. Happy Monday. I hope you are having an amazing start to your week. I'm excited to be here with you. It is sunny and nice here in Charlotte, so I'm hoping the same is for you. And if not, if you are like my friend Heather in Texas and you're dealing with rain, I reminded her this week that you can have blessings in the rain as well. Blessings come down in rain just as they come out in the sun. I'm super pumped up for today's live. We're talking about the molt for the miracle and how you need to shift your thoughts before God's able to work in your life and before changes are able to help uh, happen in your health. So we are going to dive deep into that today. If the red live is at the top of your screen, you have got us live. I'm going to move my computer before we pray because as I discovered last week, I use my hands a lot and I think this is going to work better so I can use my hands. <laughs> and not be shaking you all around. All right, there we go. So before we begin, I want to pray over us. Mila's here with me eating frosting because mom win. And it's 11 o'clock. So if Dustin is watching this, he won't be upset. We're to, the, we're to the lunch point. All right. So Father God, we come to you today and we just lift our hands in thankfulness for the blessings that you have put into our life. Lord, no matter what we are going through, no matter what season we are in, the valley or the mountaintop, Lord, we just thank you for filling us with our spirit. Lord, we um, demand the devil leave whatever stronghold he has on our minds, on our thoughts, on our bodies. Lord, we just command the devil to leave in Jesus' name. We thank you for the air you've put in our lungs. We thank you for the strength you put in our body, no matter how little, because God, it only takes a mustard seed of faith to get us through. Lord, it takes a mustard seed of energy to push us through, through the day as well. So Lord, I just thank you. And I ask that you speak through me to these women, Father, that you um, just put your hands on them Give them peace, give them strength, give them wisdom, and allow them to know that you are there. All good things come from you, Lord. Have them focus on those good things. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. So we're talking about the molt for the miracle. And a lot of you may be thinking, where is she going with this? And I just want to start with what happens when we become a Christian, right? We have to molt ourselves of our past self in order to be remade. Thank you, Annaline. To be remade in God's image, right? What we were is not who we are stepping into. And that's the same way with our health. Who we were is not what we are going to be stepping into. Do we know what we're stepping into? Good morning. No, a lot of times we don't. And that's the mystery of God too, right? We have no idea when he puts something on our heart, what it looks like. He tells us to move, we move, but we don't have the details. We don't have the clarity around it. Sometimes we have to trust and grow our faith in those moments that, yes, God called me to this. I'm going to move and he's going to show me along the way what that looks like. and. I love that 
about God, right? I love that he just speaks in our heart and allows us to decide, yes, I'm going to move. Yes, I'm going to take action on what you've put in my heart, or I'm going to wait a little bit. As much as I love that, I hate it too. I'm like, if you could just, I would move if you would clearly tell me where we're going. I would move if you told me exactly how long this season would last. I would move if you would just give me an itinerary, like like A through Z, what, what's going to happen so I can expect things, right? But he doesn't. And our faith grows the most in those moments when we don't know. Your faith is the same way. I'm going to be um, reading my notes because I've been studying this so much this past week and there's so much good stuff. So I need to hopefully not get sidetracked and go off anything else. So if you have felt God speak over your life, but you're waiting for the details on what that looks like to move, this live is for you. If you have felt the need to step into a healthier lifestyle, but you're waiting for the steps to be laid out for you to take those next steps, this live's for you. I'm looking at Mila. She's trying to wave, but here, bring your hand here. There it is. She's trying to wave in. If you work with me, you'll see Mila a lot in our <laughs> training videos. So the spirit lives in you, right? And it can override any feelings you have if you allow it to. The spirit is stronger than our emotions. And a lot of times we hop onto the health wagon. Good morning, Sarah. And we are thrown off by our emotions. I don't feel like working out today. First off, there is never a time that I really feel like working out. Good morning, Patricia. There's never a time I feel like having Greek yogurt instead of a donut. There is never a time I feel like starting my meal with soup instead of breadsticks. Like there's never a time that I really feel that way. I need to remember my bigger goal and my expectations for what I'm doing over my feelings. The same way with our faith, we can feel sad or down, anxious, depressed, but the spirit isn't calling that for us. The spirit still lives there and we need to harness that strength over the devil's power on our thoughts to rid ourselves of those. And you know what? There are times that we can't do it on our own. We need to surround ourselves. We need to speak to somebody else. I speak to a therapist. I struggle with anxiety and depression. I'm a personal trainer who relies on another personal trainer to train me. I don't want to put my thought and energy into my own program. And if I did, guess what? I wouldn't do it because I'm not holding myself accountable to anybody else. I need those things too. I need clarity and direction from someone else. I need that support and the guidance and that expectation that I'm going to show up and do better than I did yesterday. And sometimes it's just better than I did this morning, right? It's just one hour at a time. I love this because in my program, and even if you're not in your program and you're just starting on your health journey and you're looking to do it on your own, you need to set expectations. And those expectations and those goals are going to propel you through your health journey. They're going to keep you either on track 
or off track. They're going to keep you focused or they're going to keep you frustrated. So your expectations have to be clear for yourself, for your health, and for your faith of what that will look like. Just like God never promised once we accepted Jesus that our life would be easy, yet sometimes we think that and when we hit a hard time, we question God. Like, you told me to do this, and now it's hard, so I'm assuming now that you didn't tell me to do it. That is not the case. But we run into it with our faith, and we run into it with our health. I was called to get healthy. My doctor told me to, or I needed to do it on my own, or I felt the calling that I should be coming healthier because I need to treat my body with the respect that God deserves. And then it gets hard and we go, well, I shouldn't, I guess I shouldn't have done it. This is hard. I shouldn't have done it. Our expectations shouldn't be that life is going to be easy. Our expectations shouldn't be that Jesus called us to walk in a field of wildflowers all the time, happy faces. No, that's not our expectation. Our expectation of our health should be no different. There's going to be roller coasters and seasons. There's going to be mountaintops and there's going to be valleys. We should expect that. More than that though, we need to have a plan for what to do in the valleys because it's easy when we're losing weight, when we're losing inches, when we're fitting into new clothes, when scheduling lines up and we're working out, it's easy on the mountaintop to keep going. What determines if you keep going or not long-term is what you do in the valleys. And a lot of times I think us women, we try to just take things as they come, right? Like, well, handle it. When it gets here, I've got enough on my plate right now. Everything's going fine. I'll handle it when it gets here. The problem with that is our feelings give way to faith. Our feelings overtake the expectation. Our feelings overtake what we know is true in our mind because it's easier to quit. It's easier to give up. It's easier for me to sleep in in the morning than it is for me to get up and get my workout done. It's easier to say, mm, I just don't feel like it. It's easier to say God gave up on me than to hold on to the hope that he didn't and he's going to grow me through that season. What is that for you? It's a temporary relief. And it's so funny because um, my pastor preached on this a little bit this weekend too. And I was like, oh my gosh, this goes right into what I'm talking about this week. God is with you in the mountaintop and he's with you in the valley. What you do in the valley though grows your faith more than what happens on the mountaintop. Good morning, Virginia. It's so much easier to have faith on the mountaintop than it is in the valley. What we do in the valley grows us the same way with our muscles. And I use my bicep, I'm pretty sure in every single live because you can see it. In order for your muscles to grow, they have to break. In order for our faith to grow, it has to go through stretching. In order for fruit to flourish, things have to get pruned. Pruning isn't a pretty thing, right? I don't know how many of you all um, garden or pretend a garden like I do and I just follow um I just I just follow what YouTube tells me to do. I'm like, all right, what do I do with this hydrangea plant? When do I cut it down? When do I let it flourish? The same thing in your life. 
when do you need to trim things back? When do you need to chop things off? That's not easy to come with. And that's with your food. When do you say enough's enough? I'm treating my body with respect now. I'm not having ice cream for breakfast anymore. And maybe it's not as extreme as that. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's, I'm not going to have wine every night. Maybe it's, I'm not going to give in to all these temptations just because food's there all the time. I don't know what your valley looks like. I don't know when your mind shift switches, unless you're my client and then we go through that. <laughs> but for the typical person, I don't know. Where is your struggle? Are you going to allow the struggle to continue to define where you're moving? Or are you going to use the struggle to strengthen yourself, right? We think, and this is where expectations come in, that when we decide we're getting healthy, for whatever reason, this is me too, we think, yes, I've decided to get healthy and I will lose 10 pounds in a month and it's going to be great and it's going to be easy because I've decided. That's not how it is. Our expectations shouldn't be quick fix. Our expectations shouldn't be easy. Our expectations shouldn't be mountaintop experiences with bathing suits tomorrow. My gosh, I talked to someone uh, last week and she's like, well, my main goal is to lose um, 15 pounds in two weeks. Can you do that? No. I mean, you can in a very unhealthy way. My goal is not to get you to your goal in two weeks, only for you to be back where you are or worse in a month. What good does that do? My goal is to get you to your goal in a healthy way that for the rest of your life, you can maintain it. For the rest of your life, you can be speaking the gospel of Jesus confidently and you can speak health confidently too. You can break chains in your family with unhealthy habits. That's what I want you doing. I don't want you going, yep, the best thing to do is to eat um, 400 calories a day, get a bunch of injections, and um, go from there. Absolutely not. That's not healthy. That's not treating your body with respect. We expect overnight success and we don't get it. And then we think we're a failure, right? Because our expectation was really quick results. We didn't get really quick results. In fact, we found out that it takes really hard work and planning and looking at things and doing what other people won't do to get results for long term. Anybody can go on a crash diet. We've spoken about this before, 160 different diets. The typical woman tries. Anyone can try one of those 162. Not everyone can just stick to one long term. Why? Because our expectations aren't right in the beginning. So we set the expectation that we're going to have quick weight loss. Faith is going to be easy. Things are going to get uh, better. It's going to be great. It's going to be quick. And we do this with our faith too. I've accepted Jesus. My sins are forgiven. Yes, they're forgiven, but they're not forgotten in your mind. And your devil is going to use them over and over again to torture you. Same thing with your health. Yeah, you decided to get healthy, but Twinkies didn't go off the market, right? They're still being made. They're still out there. Sugar is everywhere. Then we get frustrated because things get hard and we label ourselves a failure. 
We label the program a failure. We mark ourselves a failure. And it's not you that's the failure. It's not the program that's the failure. It's your expectation that is the failure. The expectation was set at the wrong height, at the wrong level. I had this in my marriage, especially in the beginning. I don't know if there's any newlywed ladies in here, or maybe you've been married like me 10, 15, 20 years or more. And you go, yeah, my expectation of marriage, no matter how many marriage classes you go through, is one way and it ends up being another. Same thing with motherhood, right? I thought it was going to be this beautiful time. I was a horrible pregnant woman. I gained so much weight. I, I, didn't eat. I felt horrible. My body didn't handle it well. I thought it was going to be a beautiful time. My baby was born. My first son, Paxton, he had colic for nine months. It was nothing like I built my expectation in my head for. So where is your expectation? There's Paxton. He's not colicking anymore. <laughs> so what are you going? Oh, and there is Mila. She was never One day I'll sleep, right? One day we'll sleep. I need you to know God is with you now. He's in the hilltop. He's in the valley. And your expectation is going to drive your results. What are you going to do in the valley? Are you going to turn to self-destruct mode? Or are you going to turn to the spirit and say, grow me, Lord, prune me, take off what I don't need, allow me to grow in a new way that I've never seen before. Let me know what I need to do. Strengthen me. Show me my weakness so that I can become stronger through you, not through anything that I'm teaching you in the program, you're growing stronger because your faith is growing stronger in God to what he can do through you. In order to walk in a new healthy way, in order to walk fully with Christ, we have to be okay with letting things go from our past. This is why when I talk to um, clients before they sign up with me on the phone, if they don't answer yes to this question, I'll tell them it's not the right time. It's not the right time for you to set on this journey. Are you okay with letting go of how you used to do things? It's an active day in the current household. Are you okay with letting go of the old? That's with faith too. Shedding what you used to know. The old you is gone. You need to be okay with that because there are habits that you have built that you're not even going to realize until two months down the line and you go, oh my gosh, I didn't realize it was this bad. I didn't realize I did all these things. You have to be okay with letting that go. And if you are not, then you are not ready because you're going to hold on to those strongholds that are holding you down. God can only bless you when your hands are open to receive the blessing. Not when you're holding on to an old blessing, not when you're holding on to the chains that are holding you down. If your hands are so tightly clenched around how you do things, how you control things, how you, how you, how you, then we can't receive the new blessing 
that God has for us? Are you willing to give those up? It's the same thing we had when we came to trust Jesus. I needed to let go of how I used to do things. And does it happen overnight? Nope. I've been a Christian for 11 years, going on 12. And every day I fight something. Every day I find a new habit, a new thinking habit, a new anything, right? That I'm like, oh, it's it's still there. I've got a chain there. I gotta I gotta break another one of those links. Do you feel that way? Do you feel yourself fighting through those links? That same voice of the devil talking to you? Is there something that you feel? And it's the same with your health. You're still pulled towards something. You still gravitate towards something. You still start your day the same way, end your day the same way. Is there a chain that you are holding on to that you need to let go of to allowing new blessing to come over your life? I just want you to think about that for a minute. Yes, we have a bunch of yeses coming through. What is that for you? And are you okay? That's your next step. Yes, I feel that. Good. Are you okay with letting them go? and going through hard times to reach your goal. Health is not a check mark that you check off and you've reached it one day. Faith is not a check mark that you check off and you reach it one day. As a type A person who loves me a checklist, I've got it right here in front of me on my phone as I go through my notes. I've got checklists for my day, checklists for the kids, checklists for chores. I love checklists. But guess what will never be checked off? Fully faithful. Fully faith. I'm full of faith and I don't have to, to grow anymore. I don't have to read any more books. I don't have to read the Bible anymore. I did it. I'm done. Not the case. Faith is the same way. Uh, health is the same way. I reached my goal. I'm done. Did it. All set. I don't need to change anything up. That's not how it goes. It's not a final destination. You need to continually be working on this for yourself. The last thing is you can't have wishy-washy decisions. This is that hot and cold that God tells us. We can't be lukewarm Christians, right? And I'm going to challenge you this week to be a bold Christian woman, to stand firm in what God has called you to do and what God has called you to be. We are not called to stand back with our hands crossed and just let things go on. There is something God put in your heart. There is something God put in my heart that we need to share with the world. And if you are feeling anxious over that, if you are feeling nervous over that, that's because the calling is big and the impact is huge and it's beyond you. And is it nerve wracking? Yes. But if you've prayed and you know God put it there and you've been pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off and saying, no, 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 no. I'm going to challenge you to be a brave Christian woman this week and take action towards it. And mine, of course, um, COVID happens, so I can't do it, but I've been researching and making sure I can once we get out of this, is preaching in a woman's prison. And that is very, very difficult for me. It's not something I would typically do. I don't know. I know it came from God, but I don't know where it necessarily stemmed from. 
but the drive is there. The fire is hot. Like it's burning that this is what I'm meant to do is, is go in and speak to these women, speak life to people who have had all hope like drained from them. The next thing is this, right? Giving a hope and faith and, and encouragement to women as they, they treat their body with the respect they deserve, not crash diets, not elimination diets, not anything like that, but how to treat your body with love and how you can still do that and get to your goals in the same way. If there's something God put on your heart, stop saying no. And maybe none of you feel that way. And maybe God hasn't put anything um, on your heart or, or you are really good at saying yes and going through it. Maybe you don't struggle like me. And I'm like, ah, not today. It's not on the checklist. But if you struggle like me, then I'm challenging you to say yes to what God has spoken over you, regardless of what it is. Step into the calling that God spoke and the blessing that God spoke for you to bring to others. It's not for us. It's for God's glory to shine through us and to bring to others. The thing that helps me with this mindset is who am I denying Jesus by denying the, the pull on my heart? What neighbor, what sister, what what friend am I denying Jesus because I'm saying I don't feel like doing that today? I don't feel like putting myself out there. I don't feel like taking the drive, doing the research, whatever it is. What is that for you? If you can share it in the chat if you want to, or you can just think and pray over it, I'd love to know. There are things that God wants to do through us that he's put on your heart that we've said no to because of our feelings. And there are things for our health that we can do to help us that we've said no to because of our feelings. Is this resonating with anybody? Do you, is it just me? <laughs> Where you let your feelings take over your big goal. You're like, you know what? Forget it. I'm all done. I don't feel like this. I don't want it. It's hard. I don't want to do it anymore. Does anyone else feel that way? You're not alone. You're not supposed to quit. You're not supposed to quit. That's the devil talking to you. You're not a failure. In fact, I hate that word because you learn so much through doing it wrong, right? And you're like, all right, that didn't work. So now I'm going to try it this way. But quitting is different than failure. Quitting is stopping and saying, it's not for me. It's never going to work. It's I'm done with it. That's why we lose Christians, strong Christian women and men too, because we go, ah, it's too hard. I'm done. I'm done with it. Clearly it's not working. So why we have the epidemic of obesity. Yes, we have a pandemic going on with COVID. We have one with obesity as well because people are being told so many unrealistic expectations and they're like, no, well, it doesn't work. It's, it's, not, it's not for me. The more tempted you are to quit, the higher the calling is that you are meant to do. So if you are tempted to stop and not do it, it's because it's probably good for you, right? When I'm tempted to not have my, I, I typically have the same thing. Exactly, Virginia. Nowhere does it say life would be easy. Nowhere. Life doesn't come with a easy button, right? But it does come with a guidebook. 
And that's the Bible to walk us through each season. Anything you are going through is in there right now. And Jesus can lead you through it if you do the hard work and read it. Sometimes that could be the hard work, reading your Bible. Sometimes that can be the hard work, analyzing and meditating on the words. Because anyone can read the Bible, right? I could read through it right now and then go about my day and la di da It's another thing to really study and meditate on the word and let it transform you. Same thing. The devil knows the price tag of you quitting. I just want that to resonate with you. And that goes with your health too, right? The devil knows the price tag. Are hot dogs easier? Yeah. Do you even know what's in a hot dog? I'm very questioning of it. Are there times that I have one? Sure. Because I love a cookout and I love a burnt one. But should that be my meal all the time? Is that nourishing my body? No, because I can't even tell you what's going in my body. Same with the news. Is that nourishing your mind and your spirit? Do you know what's in the news? Like, do we know that it's really the truth? No. So if you're only watching the news all the time, what's that doing to your mind and your spirit? The same thing the hot dog is. I don't know. I don't know what's in it. I don't know what's going on with that. Is it okay to watch once in a while because you need to be a little bit informed? Yes. Small doses, just like your hot dog, small doses. But that shouldn't be your daily intake of food for your soul and food for your mind. Maybe it's social media. What's in that? A bunch of people's highlight reels? A bunch of professional pictures? A bunch of editing? A, a bunch of everything? I'm on a few moms groups and everyone will be like, I'll take a picture of me right here, right? Like, hey, edit out the background. No, edit it out. No, put a huge sunset in the back. It's not real. What we're viewing on social media, 90% of it is not real. It's dolled up, made up, bigger than life highlight reels of people's things. If you're feeding your brain saying that that's normal and that's, uh, see, I'm not a good mom. I don't bring my kids here all the time. See, I'm not a good mom. I, I didn't do this. You're a great mom. You're fueling your mind and your spirit with the wrong things. If we're not in the word, we're not fueling our body and our mind the right way. If we're not thinking about our health, we're not treating our body in the right way. There really is not a difference there. I hope that this is speaking to someone. I hope that you um, resonate with this and, and that it's helpful. There's so much more. I'm going to have to continue on to next week mm -hmm. for that. but. I just want you to know if, if you're feeling like you need to quit something, really think about the expense that it's going to cost you to quit. Really think about it. And if there's some pruning that you need done and there's some things that you need done in your faith, I want you to pray on them. If there's some pruning and some things that you need to do on your health, I want you to reach out to me and say, hey, I do need some pruning. How the heck? Do I get lifelong health? How do I do it? Message me. That's what I'm here for, to encourage you and guide you and set you up for a lifelong success, not instant gratification. That's not what Jesus promised. That's not what I'm promising. That's not what health should be. That's not what faith should be. It's not overnight. Yeah, it's a process, but you got to be ready for it. And if you're just thinking about it, like, okay, this might make a, a little bit of sense, then I want you to pray on it. 
What is that one thing that you can stretch yourself with this week? What has God spoken over you that you need to step out in faith and do? Thank you ladies so much for hanging out with me today. I know this was a little bit longer live than normal, but I hope that there was some good pieces of information in there. And like I said, if you need anything at all, let me know. Prayer, support, encouragement, coach, you let me know. Ladies, have an awesome Monday. Have an awesome week. And I will talk to you all soon. God bless.